Welcome to Education Currents, a show designed to provide educational news and commentary from a Christian worldview. The greatest resource any community has is its children. And by providing for them the best possible education, we are providing for ourselves and future generations. Join us as we explore the latest social and political issues surrounding education today. Welcome, welcome to Education Currents. We're talking with T.C. Stallings, and I'm going to just give my listeners a little bit about you. You were a former athlete. You still look quite athletic to me. I can say that because, you know, I'm a grandma. (laughs) After a stunning football uh, campaigns in both high school and college, you went on to play professionally in the European and Canadian leagues. Following his success in athletics, T.C. shifted to film and television. In 2004, T.C. landed a spot on Animal Planet's King of the Jungle. Cool. A reality show in which he emerged as the show's champion. He then landed the role of T.J. in the 2011 hit movie Courageous, which was his major motion picture debut. Then you moved to California and three more film roles followed. But T.C.'s career reached new heights with his breakout performances as Tony Jordan in the 2015 hit film War Room, which soared to number one in the box office and in uh, box office in its second week. T.C. can also be seen in national TV commercials with companies such as Golden Corral and the NFL. Love them both. T.C. entered ministry in 2003 and has since been a busy keynote speaker in and out of the country. On December 1, 2015, T.C. added author to his resume by releasing his new book, The Pursuit, 14 Ways in 14 Days to Passionately Seek God's Purpose for Your Life. He's married to his college sweetheart, Lavette Stallings, and they have two children and live in Southern California. So I have T.C. here, and then I have Angela. And Angela White is a film producer. We're going to talk about the film that you're, one of you is in the cast and one of you is producing. We'll talk about that, and we'll talk about your book, too. She is a talent and business affairs executive and member of the Producers Guild of America who specializes in creating compelling commercial content with a distinct perspective. As the founder of Silver Lining Entertainment, a family-owned multimedia entertainment company, and through her impressive body of pre- and post-production work, Miss White has established herself as a permanent fixture in the entertainment industry. Over the past five years, Miss White has produced multiple TV movies such as My Sister's Wedding, the spiritual thriller The Sin Seer, which stars Isaiah Washington, and the inspirational faith-based film Who Can I Run True, starring Christian multi-platinum artist Marvin Sapp. Currently, Miss White is finalizing the anticipated Christian film A Question of Faith, which stars Richard T. Jones, Kim Fields, T.C. Stallings, C. Thomas Howell, J. Is it Jackie? Yes, Jackie Velasquez. Velasquez, Gregory Allen Williams, Renee O'Connor, which will be re- released in theaters in the fall of 2017. Welcome to our show. Thank you. Thank you. And let's start with um, a question of faith. First of all, how is it that we are finding these big names embracing spiritual themes 
and producing movies for theaters. Why do you suppose there's that? It seems like there's a, a more than I've ever seen before in my lifetime. Let me start. I think there's an awakening amongst artists in general. I think a lot of people are, have their own religious beliefs, and there's a lot of Christians in the industry, and they're becoming more comfortable with sharing that on screen. There was a time maybe 10 years ago where a lot of artists felt they'll be pigeonholed if they only did religious content. I think now people are not afraid to claim the love for Jesus Christ. For me personally, I've seen the change. Well, I noticed in some of your promotional work that you showed how much money these faith-based films have made since 2006. Now, I can only guess why you would include that content in your promotional material, but I'd like to hear from you why you would include that. Because a lot of people don't know. You know, just because yeah. we're Christians and we know doesn't mean there's a whole host of other people who have no idea that the faith-based market is a real market. So, for example, for it to be able to be seen on a wide screen, you need distribution. So a lot of times distributors have no idea there's this Christian audience that will come to the theaters. Thank God for the success of War Room and God's Not Dead. That kind of opened the doors down. So for me as a producer to be able even to obtain financing to do these films, I have to educate people on the success of the films. Somebody will tell me, oh, Christians are not going to go and do an opening weekend of 30 and 40 million. It's not true. So I have to be able to show people this is a real viable market. So you as the producer, not only do you have to pitch the idea, but then you have to obtain funding. Yes. And then are you also the one who obtains the talent? Yes. Like some of the talent that you have sitting beside you. Absolutely. I do the A to Z. So we start with the script and then we get the funding. And then I hire the director and then the other producers. And then we hire a casting director who helps assist us, great people like T.C. Stallings. And then we have to shoot the film. <laughs> and then we have to do post-production and put the film back together. And then we have to find distribution yes. so yes. people can see the film. So I'm on board pretty much for about 15 minute, months of my life to do a proper film justice. Yes. And how did you, how did you become? I mean, what? How did you know that you were going to be a producer? I had no idea, to be honest with you. (laughs) It's something that just kind of fell on my lap. I I didn't even know what a producer was. Somebody had to teach me what this person does. You hear the term, but you're like, well, what does that person do? They just work for the studio and they get a job and put a film together. So I had to learn. I started to learn that a producer really creates and controls a lot of what's being shown on TV and film. So that's an important person because if you have the wrong people promoting Mm -hmm. the wrong content, it could really, really do some damage to our minds yes. and to a lot of other young kids. So you got TC here to be, to, to cast, uh, you cast him yes. as, um, tell, describe his character. TC Stallings plays Cecil King, who is, to me, the conscience of one of our lead characters, who's played by Richard T. Jones, and his name is Pastor David Newman. He's like his right hand, somebody that he trusts. In the film, they're up there, they're working on a church, they're working on an addition of a church, and uh, I think T.C.'s character gives some good advice to him uh, because the lead character plays a man of faith who starts questioning his own relationship with Jesus Christ. So, T.C., we also want to mention that you're an author. So while you were working in the movie industry, you were writing. I mean, it's been a while that you've been writing. Yeah, this is my second book called Playing on God's Team. I had completed it, and uh, it just focuses on what it truly means to be a Christ follower. And um, I use the team concept because 
I, I learned this lesson back when I was in college as a as an athlete, and I just looked at the effort that I was given to my sport, and I compared that to the effort that I was given Team Jesus, what I like to call it, and it was just lopsided. You know, I, I gave more effort to what <laughs> I wanted, and I learned a valuable lesson on how to, to follow him wholeheartedly for what he wants. And so, you know, I wrote 21 chapters about it, and I take people through it, and I have videos on my website that kind of wrap up what I'm talking about. So it kind of makes it personal for me so you can see me and, and speak with me. And, uh, yeah, so it was good. And, and then coming off of that, I got a chance to be a part of this great film. So let's share with the listeners your websites. What, what you, you referred to the website. Where can they go? All right. Let you, me you write that down. For the, for for the, the film? film is Mm-hmm. And then my website is uh, tcstallings.com. And uh, and I'll obviously post up about the, the film on there as well. And on social media, I'm at TC Stallings pretty much across the board on, on Twitter and Facebook and official TC Stallings on Instagram. And uh, so, yeah, I'll be continuously uh, as the updates come to me and I, I hear more exciting things about the production and how things are going. Um, I'll share that. And I'm really excited for uh, October. God's will that uh, you guys get to see a really, really good yes. film. Well, well, you know, I look at our ministry as promoting ministry in all the in all the shapes and forms that it comes in, and I've lived life long enough to to remember as a child that you know a Christian would never go into a theater, and to see it, you know, that change, and then to see you know members of my own family taking film and and realizing that. God is using every single avenue. He's using visual. He's using all of our senses to to talk to him and to build that relationship with him. So at what point, I mean, did you ever in your young lives have that pushback from your parents or maybe your grandparents when you said, oh, I'm going to be a movie star or, oh, I'm going to be a producer? Did, did you ever experience that or was that is that just me? Well, you know, uh, for me... Um I grew up in a very unique situation to where um, there wasn't a whole lot of goals, dreams, and desires being set in my household. Um, I didn't. I was the youngest of six. Um, I didn't have my dad in my life. You know, it was just you know my mother, and uh, it was basically the goal was really to just you know stay alive, stay right. out of trouble, don't go to prison. And I mean, you know, we 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 barely had people graduating high school in my family, so. I had a unique situation where through my struggles, I started to shape my own goals. I would look at a broken family and say, I'm going to grow up and not have that. I would look at the, the split up and divorced parents or whatever and say, I'm not going to have that. All my goals were shaped on what I didn't have. Um, I would look at the poverty and the gang violence and I said, I'm not going to live here. I'm not. So that just started to shape my goals. And so in order to do that, you have to look at for means. And so for me, I'm like, well, I hear that if I can run around with a football pretty well, that I might be able to go to college and be the first man to do so. And so those my goals got shaped that way. But the thing is, is that's when my, my heart just got literally centered towards one thing and nobody was going to stop me. And then this is where the whole, um, you know, the, the, the Jesus thing comes in to where God's like, all right, I want you to stop playing football and I want you to start acting. Now we're right back to the question of faith thing because that's yes. what I wanted to do. And now I'm questioning, like, do I have faith enough to drop all of that and go do what God called me to do and move out to L.A. where I know no one and he's going to use me? Like, are, is this really you? And it gets frustrating. I stopped questioning him. I followed him. 
And then here I am 12 films later uh, with a career that's doing films, that's helping people around the country know who he is. And so uh, it's just, uh, that's what I hope people kind of take from this is that you, you may question the things that, yes. that God has for you. And, and it might be rough sometimes and everything, but at the end of the day, he's still God. He always will be. And hopefully you trust him through a situation. Once he gets you through it, you can always point back to that time and use it the next time you get in a I might question you moment. Yes. And it yes. moves you forward. So that's kind of how I got into it and uh, kind of got me where I am. And uh, but, but he's God. captured my heart. I'll, I'll, I'll go wherever <laughs> he tells me to go. Amen. Well, we're going to take a break right here. But when we come back, we want to talk more about your film, A Question of Faith. We're talking to T.C. Stallings and we're talking to Angela White. We'll be right back. Dr. Rose Gamblin, and I come to you each week through the programs of Education Currents and Homeschool Companion, and I'm so blessed to be part of MRG Media Radio Ministry, and I'm giving you the opportunity to be part of it too. We can't stay on the air without your financial support, so take a moment right now during our fundraiser to call you with a gift of any size as a token of my appreciation for your gift. I have a gift for you, so be sure you call. And my gifts consist of books from different guests that I've had on the show and different topics that I've done. And I also have some books that I've written that I've autographed for you. So be sure and call us, 301-824-3162. That's 301-824-3162. Or... Write to MRG Media at P.O. Box 413, Smithsburg, Maryland, 21783. That's P.O. Box 413, Smithsburg, Maryland, 21783. Welcome back. We're talking to T.C. Stallings, a former professional athlete who's just shared his testimony with God's call into acting, and now he's, what, you said you had 12 films? Yeah, this would make number 13 when it comes out. Number 13. And his producer, can I call you his producer? No, that's fine. Is that that the right terminology? Uh, Angela White, and they are doing a film called A Question of Faith, and its release date is in October. So just give us a little, I don't want you to give it all away, but just give us a synopsis of the film, A Question of Faith. Well, Question of Faith follows three multicultural families who do not know each other, but they all go through individual tragedies as a family, and they all question their faith in God. They question their circumstances. They question, what's why me? You know, what a lot of people ask questions when tragedy strikes. And through this, they all discover God's love, forgiveness, grace, and mercy through this process. Each family has a different lesson to learn. Without giving it away, the families do find out they're connected and they're able to help each other with their grief, with any type of loss, with any type of confusion. And it ends up to be a really a beautiful story being told because everybody questions their faith at some point, no matter mm-hmm. how strong of a believer you are. Mm-hmm. At some yeah. point when the lights are out and you're by yourself and you just fall on your knees, you're like, God, why did you do this to me? When something mm-hmm. terrible yes. happens. 
And God always has a plan for us, even if it's not the plan we see for ourselves. And this mm-hmm. movie teaches that. Mm-hmm. And speaking of that, I don't want to get to the end of the show without hearing how you became a producer, how, 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 that, how God led you into that. Like I said earlier, I did not even know what a producer was. And my parents are very conservative. I come from a different background than TC. Uh, my parents are both very educated and old school, I call old school. You go to yeah, school, like, like me. you get a degree, and you become a certain person in your mm-hmm. profession. Teacher, exactly. <laughs> and I went to law school. And so once I graduated law school, they were like, just be an attorney and you'll be successful. And I said, oh, I'm going to go to Hollywood and start doing this talent management and other things. It's all oh, the Hollywood is the devil's playground. My father doesn't yes. understand it. He's uh, yeah, just absolutely. coming around to understanding. <laughs> yes. He said, you go out there, it's the devil's work. Mm-hmm. So it took a long time for them, especially my father, to accept even being in Hollywood or being in what he calls the devil's playground. Because what they see on, they don't go to movies. They don't go to mm-hmm. Theaters. They're, they're not the typical audience, but they did go see War Room. They'll see certain films, but they're not the audience that's just going to mm-hmm. go out every weekend. So they feel a lot of the images are negative. So mm-hmm. I had to show them there is positive positivity images. I'm sorry, positive images that we can show. And then also that there's a lot of influence that media that's has. Right. And that if I can Huge. affect and change people's lives, that's a lot more than me being an attorney. Yeah. So that was a process. Yeah, that would be like uh, Martin Luther when he did uh, A Mighty Fortress Tis Our God. You know, that was a barroom tune. Da, 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 da. He said, I'm not going to let the devil have that. And so he pinned wonderful words to it. And now it's we don't even know that it was a barroom tune. We know that it's a mighty, wonderful song that every church is about sings. So... I think I think that the same evolution, if I can use that word, is happening in the industry. I know Hollywood is, there's a lot of spiritualism, cultish, you know, influence there. But if you, people like you, that bring a lot of credibility to the whole idea of faith-based, it changes the world's view. Uh, it, it change, it's a worldview changer for young people, particularly. Well, they learn that they don't have to do the harshness of the negative side of life to be successful. And that's why it's important these films are successful, though. Yes. Because the studios yes. only care about money. They don't really yes. care about the concepts. If it makes money, it's successful to them, and yes. it does well. So I always encourage people, you have to support faith-based films. Because if you don't, they're going to die. We have yes. to have an audience for them. And so how did you get the cast? You have a pretty good cast. How did you get the cast? Well, the cast, you know, starts with the script. The cast really gravitated towards the script. If the script's not good or it's not on the page, they're not going to be interested. And once we had a casting director, we did some auditions for some of the talent. When we started going after our cast, we knew we had to be able to sell the story. This type of cast wouldn't do it if the story wasn't right. Because some of the cast does mainstream content. They don't mm-hmm. do faith-based. So for them, they're not going to sacrifice their career if the story's not right. Because some of them get yeah. concerned, they can get pigeonholed yeah. and not be able to play a different type of character if they play in a Christian film. So where do you go from here? What is, I mean, you have, I know you have a lot of work for this yes. mm-hmm. release in October. But I also know how the human brain works. So you're already thinking again, uh, especially when you get in the grunge work, you, you, your brain starts thinking of the next creative thing 
you're going after. So do you have something that you're thinking about? Well, I have a lot of co projects that are presented to me. But with this film, unlike my other films, it's more of a baby for me because I've just been so involved. And on purpose, I'm not trying to entertain too many other projects until this is off, off the ground. It's important not to spread yourself too thin. And just because I'm offered opportunities doesn't mean it's the time to take it. This film is too important. It's even important for my career because this is a yes. shift. I've done other content films. So if people are stepping back and looking at me like, well, why are you doing a Christian film? Yeah. Because you could be maybe more successful doing a different type of genre. So there's a lot on the line for me, too, to show these type of films with positive images. Mm -hmm that you can take your whole family to see, these are important. Yeah, the stakes, the are, stakes high. are high for me because I do other type of content. And so I need to show people these sell just as well as mm -hmm. a romantic comedy. Very good. Good words. Okay, I'm going to let you take us out, TC, with some words of encouragement. You can talk about your, your book. Um, you know, we can, we can, we've talked about um, the website for the film, A Question of Faith. And we've talked a little bit about tcstallings.com where they can learn more. But just give us like your favorite text okay. or your favorite promise. Sure. Well, for me, it's, um, I, I remember as a, as a small kid growing up, um, again, I wasn't, wasn't really well spiritually guided in the beginning. So I was left to think of my own answers to life. And one of the things that scared me half to death was death. Um, the fear of the unknown and all of that. And this is a guy, a young kid going to church all the time. And, and again, I just didn't feel like I had answers for these things. I didn't ha have a purpose. And that really bothered me. And I felt like I was really too young to be this stressed out over these things. You know, you're, you're 10, you're 11, yeah. you're 12, but you can't figure out like, why are you here? You know, um, and, and, and what happens when you die and just all the different things. I was struggling with stuff like that. So I remember now this happens years. I go, go on with this. The most freeing thing that I read in scripture was Psalms 139.16, where it says that you saw me, talking about God, says you saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. And I repeated that, that, that to myself over and over again and realized that, man, what does that say about my next five minutes, my next 10 years, my next 20 years, my death, my after death, all of that, that is wrapped up in Jesus Christ. And God settled it before I was even born. That gave my life purpose. It gave my life meaning. It also gave me peace, even when I'm looking at opportunities, that people don't control those. Not if by scripture it says that before I was born, God already scripted out every day that he wants and, and things that he wants. So people don't tell me yes or no. God says it, and they deliver the message. That changed the game for me, that there's a God who dictates everything. So as I walk in purpose and I live in purpose, that, that kind of just staves off things like depression when things don't work out right mm -hmm. and all those things that people suffer from because maybe you're trying to do something you never was designed to do. But if you ask God, what, is your, what did you write for me for my life? What was your God-given purpose for me? He reveals it. He promised he would. Now I'm just living that out. That's going to work. It has to because he wrote it for me. And that's, that's the most freeing and most peaceful thing that I've been able to walk with. And so um, that is, yes. that is uh, it's a strong thing that I hope... Uh, people can take hold of so if you're ever wondering like you know you know what's my purpose what's my point know that you do have one uh psalms 139 16 will always remind you of that and then take the rest of the bible and he'll show you how to carry out that purpose and 
And uh, so, yeah, so that's that's the most encouraging thing that I can think of. And if I ever had a moment with somebody, and that's all I got to say. That's what <laughs> that's I would what tell you them. Say. Yep. <laughs> what a great way to conclude the show. And thank you both thank for you. spending this time with us. I have one last thing to say, and that is keep learning. Oh, thank you. Bless thank you, you Rose, thank you. for your time. Thank, thank you. You have been listening to Education Current, a production of MRG Media Ministries. For more on this or to contact us, go to mrgmediaministries.com. That's all one word, mrgmediaministries.com.